know, K2, I, I didn't know you had a player piano function. There's a lot you don't know about me. Yeah, fair enough. Ah, yes, but wouldn't you say it's appropriate, Mac? What the hell, Vitey? You would never do that. Well, we're going back in time to the Wild West now, all you hear. Uh, did, did Mr. Vaz take over and I didn't get the memo or... Well, now it's always been me, Mac. I've always been like this. What it? I swear to God. First you have the time thing and now you have the... Now you're putting on accents? This is really not like you, lad. Well, I mean, I've always put you on as an accent now, didn't I? Oh, dear Lord, what is happening? Uh, uh, okay, okay, so... You mean to tell me that, like... Th th this whole thing is, uh, your idea? Why, yes, episode 17 of Mask and Malathe tap the... Ballad of Matilda Price. I see, lad. I see. Oh, ladies, folks, gentlemen, pray for my soul. I don't see what you're going on about there, you big old Debbie Downer. Now, let's go tune in back to our dear heroes in Berlin back in 1925, right as they are about to discover some truly unfortunate news. You sound way too happy about this. Again, whatever do you mean? The day after you're in that club in Berlin, the morning comes, and at your hotel room, a, a you hear a knock at the door, Toprock. Come in. Uh, opens the door, and it's uh, it's Odette. It, mm, professor. Uh, I'm afraid I have bad news. What's the matter? Charlie's been shot. Particularly bad. Is it so what? While we How were is he right now? He's at the hospital. He's fine. Which it's hospital? Just... We're going there right now. Uh, yes, uh, let me wake up the others. Uh, he knocks on the doors and gets everyone in the uh, in the hotel awake and starts, uh, you know, walking away. <sighs> when Prahit... And I, when Perheat, Charlie, and I were raiding into the, were raiding into the Baron's Manor. Well, we were able to get there. It's just, well, we didn't expect the armed security guards, and Perheat would, and then Charlie took a bullet for Perheat, and it was all very quick, but he was losing blood fast. We, we got him in the car, and I'm, I'm so sorry, Monsieur, Madame, I'm just. He, he's fine. He's stable, but he's not conscious. It's going to take months of healing. Who knows how long he's out. Is he conscious? He can hear you. He just can't speak. Oh, Lord. If there's no. anything you want to say to him before you go... Uh, this might be a good time. 
I, I know you're pressed for time, monsieur. Charlie's in a medical bed. Uh, Odep has kind of like guide you in. You see that he's bandaged up. He's doing okay. The doctors are doing all they can. The bullet's been removed. That's the good news. <laughs> Didn't break off in the shrapnel. Ugh. Ugh. Just a simple bullet to bring that man down. Doesn't One seem foot. right, does it? I don't know. Mm. In addition, uh, Odette, uh, Preheat's also there, just like by him, uttering a prayer. All the stuff you encountered, all the stuff you've been through. And this is what puts him in the hospital. He'll live. He'll be fine. He's better. No death just glances up. Stay alive for him. I've got two things for you, though, that I think you need to see. First of all, this is the this is a book that he was carrying on him. Ask that I give it give it to you. Uh, one of his last breaths was to make sure that Clara reads this. Oh, me? Yes. I'm not quite sure what he uh, was on about, but he said it was important. Okay, I... <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take it. Why not? <laughs> Book. Wow. The second thing is for you, Professor. We were just... rifling through the Baron's papers, and we eventually found this. Uh, I'll give you the handout later because I didn't because uh, I didn't prepare this for today, but you will get it next week. Uh, the handout reads uh, is a letter from the guy in charge of the Penhue Foundation, and it says, "Thank you for your most wonderful donation from your personal collection. I assure you that the." that the girdle of Nightocris is in very safe hands. Hopefully we will be able to do our to do our deeds in enough time. Right, alright. Charlie was on uh, signed Edward Gavigan. Uh Charlie said that this was somehow significant, that apparently uh, the Baron was financing the uh, the expedition as well to Egypt, it would appear. Uh, it was involved from the beginning. All right, great. Uh, oh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. What did you get yourself into? We'll keep you updated on his uh, status. I've sent a message to Rama to forward me any uh anything about your current whereabouts. All right, All right. The only other the uh, only other thing I need to ask 
is well I cannot give you this offer for he uh, he salutes you uh, for he does and he goes I uh, your friend took a bullet for me I want to offer my help in exchange I can't do much and I'm not great at this research thing but I am hired muscle I can act as a defense of sorts. Would you like me to come along with you, at least for the at least uh, while he's recovering? It's gonna be difficult, but I do think we're in dire need of your help. Thank you for this yeah. offer. You're welcome. I'll get my bags in order, uh, Odette. It's been a pleasure serving with you. Charlie, you're a good man. I will need to take some time. Any, any last chances of things you want to say, or shall we get moving? What's on there, Charlie? He'll be back for you. I know you wanted to see this through to the end, but... Or, uh, we needed your help, but don't feel like you have to hurry. Recover, please. <laughs> You're a good, good man, despite what you might think or try to convince everybody else. You're, you're good. Charlie, why do you have to go and do this now? I know you're alive, you least. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I hope you know that, uh, you, you're gonna get better. Uh, you're gonna pull through this, I know you can. You're strong like that. Even yeah, uh, it might take some time, but uh, just know that uh, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna we're gonna get Avenge Bennett for you. We're gonna get all this done. It's gonna go good, Charlie. Don't you worry. A day passes. Bags are packed. Bree boards the train with you all. And the Orient Express takes off into the night. As you're gathered around in the in the dining car, eating dinner, eventually, Clara, you start to look at the book. What was so gosh darn important that, you know, Charlie thinks he had to read, you know, Bennett's mom's diary of all things. And that's when you notice a name that you recognize. Cut to Dirtwater, Texas, 1885. <laughs> and it's at this point, everybody change your nicknames to your character. Will do.
Just one side yeah. question. Why yeah. are American side uh, last names so often men with double N? I don't know, actually. Oh, I'm surprised. All right. Your, your posse of criminals has just committed a very elaborate heist in a forest, and unfortunately things kind of went bombshell, and now you're riding out away from there, being hounded by a smaller group of, uh, of, band of Apache bandits. The four of you ride out on horseback, hoping that eventually you'll you'll be able to get you'll be able to get back to your hideout on the outskirts of Dirtwater. But for now, you are being pursued. We are in a chase. Uh, let's see here. In to do four rounds, you're going to you're going to be able to escape from these guys. But you're currently on horseback, riding as fast as you. Riding as fast as you can. Uh, I believe, Matilda, you are up first. So why don't you uh, tell me a bit about who you are and uh, just then describe the action you're doing. All right. Well, Matilda is a classic sharpshooter. She's amazing at what she does. A darn hoot of a gunslinger. Uh, she's pretty quiet but smart. Um, she's not not the lead of the team, but she is a very strong player, and she is towards the front of the group, riding away from the bandits. Um, and she's just gonna aim her best and shoot as we're riding away. Yeah, give me a give me a roll with your gun. Uh, since you're running and gunning, you're gonna be at disadvantage. Okay. So, uh, just uh, using your handgun. Yes. Yeah. And, the revolver. Yeah. yeah uh, fire off three shots at disadvantage, if you want okay. to. Okay, so I'm gonna miss. Uh, yeah. Well, hang on. Three, one, day hundred. Uh, no, actually, we gotta do this uh twice. So, because again, disadvantage. Okay. So, uh, does a thirty-seven pass at regular? No, a thirty-seven does not pass at regular. For your handgun? Yeah, for my handgun, you you put it as fifty-five. Uh, then 37 would pass. That's below it. Oh, I'm dumb. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to roll below. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's a weird thing to kind of wrap your head around. Uh, that means a two, de a 20 definitely passes, and so does a, but a 54 passes just barely. Yeah, roll damage thrice. Ooh, with this expert skill and grace, you see, you pull out your gun, you pull it out from behind you, you fire off three shots, and you just take out three bandits who go flying off of their horse. 
Now, now we get to. One moment. Ah, there you are. So then we have uh, up next is uh, Guyan. She's this, uh, you know, sort. Uh, she's this. Uh, she's got this like you know long hair. She's wearing this like mixture of both Native American and like um and like Western you know clothing. And uh, you know she takes a, she takes a quick, uh, she takes a quick uh, moment to try to see if she can ride a little bit faster, and see if she can trip him up. Ooh, she fails. Her horse starts to kind of like whinny back as it like runs into like some steep rock that she didn't see coming, and that is when Shebediah gets to act. Describe Jebediah for us. Okay, okay. Jebediah Sisk is a con artist in every sense of the word. He is tall, charming, very good with words, none of which is a blind bit of good when you're fleeing for your life on the back of a horse. So, he's just... So do you execute Hanging the assistant? Do you use the assistant then? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Do we want to mention the assistant? <laughs> yeah, this. <clears throat> also, riding along with me is a monkey called Beans. Yes, that's an organ grinder <laughs> yeah. monkey for those who are curious. Yeah, this monkey is very intelligent. Like you can order it to do things. It could try to jump, maybe like uh, scare off one of the one of the people or something. Yeah, I'm thinking deploy beans and maybe get him to like jump on one of the other riders' face so he can't see where he's going. And so, like as uh, Guyan's like you know struggling with the horse who's and just trying to get it to calm down, out of the blue jumps this jumps this monkey right over her. Which like lands on like the on a rider about to get to his face and just like scratches that and he goes falling off of the horse and he jumps back onto Guyan's shoulders as she's able to keep as she's able to get back control of the horse and keeps riding and now we get to the name that Clara stood out Rupert Manning describe Rupert for us Rupert is a pitiful older gentleman he. Doesn't seem to be awfully thrill to be in the stage right now. His eyes more cold, calculated. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be in the situation, but he has to be. Mm hmm. And uh, you know, right now they're on your trail. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna shoot this bastard. Go for it. Uh, you're taking three shots. Uh, yep. Now you are running and gunning, so you are at disadvantage. Technically triple disadvantage, but I'm going to just like say advantage. <laughs> so give me the roll. Uh, so roll 3d100 again. We're going to just like look at the results. So 
one of those, like, you know, like Mrs. Wide, the other, the other two, how was it? One of them doesn't hit, but the last one does roll damage. Right. You clip a guy in the shoulder and he falls off the horse. Good enough. Everyone else takes a chance to kind of like fire, and I'm just going to say with their collective efforts, each of them gets a chance to fire, and uh, you will each take uh, six points of damage. Ow. Very sort. I'm just going to represent, like, the massive shooting coming from this, like, bunch of bandits just going, oh, oh, God, just, like, a guaranteed hit on everyone. And so then we're back to the top of the initiative. Uh, Matilda, having just witnessed a bunch of... Don't worry, Beans is okay. Riding on Green's shoulder. Uh, Matilda, having witnessed the shot ringing out, uh, you're clutching... Like along with the uh, with your gun, uh, you keep close uh, under your arm this like giant scrap of paper that you snagged from them, and this was apparently like them writing down what their plan is and like drawing out what they were going to do because you heard rumors of this really big heist coming up. Gotcha. Well, since I just took. <laughs> A wince of damage just now. I'm going to be gripping it, gripping it tighter. Um, yeah. Probably chewing my lower lip. But I'm going to aim because I'm a little mad. And I yep. know I can probably do a good hit on them still. Yep, go ahead. Uh, let's see. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me max damage on one of those. Okay. So that'd be 10? Yep. Okay. So, like, you're taking the aim, right? And eventually, like, you know, like, you like you take them over the stop doors, and you find the leader of the pack, and you take a really good shot. And it's just, he goes flying back. Yeah, everyone's poor. Um... <laughs> I'm not and just I, being poor. And as you just, like, take the shot at the big guy, the, some of them disperse and start to leave. And uh, Guyan then notices sort of what you're doing. And she pulls the horse over to stop and takes a shot with her rifle. Uh, she lands the shot. Bang! Just really nails a guy. And then uh, we come to Jebediah. Hmm. Trying to think what else to do. Because, I mean, I don't have any ranged weapons aside from beans. Get creative. See what beans could come up with. I'm trying, trying to think. Uh, I've never 
used a live animal in Call of Cthulhu before. This is a learning curve. <laughs> Since I'm not actually shooting and Matilda might need more like more attention, mm -hmm. could I get Beans to take the paper so I can keep it safe? So she doesn't drop it because she's being shot at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matilda, the monkey comes up to you and it's just like it's just like gesturing, give it give me the paper. Okay. <laughs> I'm like Alright, Beans, here you go. And he just goes, and he just jumps, and then goes back over to, to you, Jeb, and you, and he hands the paper. If you want to make a ride horse roll to guarantee that you get away with the paper, you could do that. Uh. <laughs> you didn't give me any points in ride. How am I even surviving this long? Did you? I thought you gave everyone points in ride. Not me. I've just got the base, you know, 15, apparently. Oh, Jesus, I didn't do that. I gave you a... You yep. doomed me! <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just a guaranteed getaway. It's like, if you successfully make this roll, you exit the combat, but the but the paper is safe. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll give it a... Give I'm it a nothing if not a man of wild so schemes doomed. and crazy ideas. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> uh, if only you could, you know, charm a horse into riding nice. Maybe the monkey's better no. driving the horse than you are. Yeah. <laughs> the monkey's just like standing on your shoulder and going, Hook! Hook! <laughs> uh, and then yes, we get to Rupert. Like, no. <laughs> Beans, take the wheel! Did you come up with the name? Yes. Oh, I love it. Come on, Beans, get out of there! All right. Rupert, what are you doing? Uh, hmm... Alright, so this horde's pretty big behind us, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of them, but they're starting to kind of get a little bit shaken because the leader was just shot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... One second, let me see if I can get creative. Uh... This will be... This will be... For the record, I forgot to give you this, but you do have this, Rupert. You do have a rope. I do have rope. Ah, I was wondering. And you have a rope use of 48. If you use it, yes. you can, like, tie someone up with a lasso and use it like your whip when you're toe crock. Mm hmm So that, that is something to consider. So we already took out a leader, and then I could... No, I'm just gonna ride right off into the sunset. Yep, yep, right off into the night. Oh, all nope. right. Yeah, you're not. Uh... They're still kind of keeping up with you. I'm going to make a morale check for the entire posse. Uh, they succeed that, but only at regular. So half of them have dispersed. And so there's only like four dudes left. Uh, let's see. 
So they're each going to take a shot at you. One, uh, let's see, the one for Matilda passes. Uh, do you want to dive for cover but get off of your horse, Matilda? Or do you want to uh, just take the hit? I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit. One point of damage. Oh, nice. Uh, then we have, then we go to Jebediah, that missed. We go to, uh, we go to Goyen, that missed. And we go to Rupert, that missed. Uh. And now we go back to the top of the initiative, Matilda. I'm going to aim again. Go for it. Uh, the horses. The horse is kind of is a bit more still right now, so if you want to fire three shots, there will no there will not be disadvantage. Okay. That's just your ability. Okay. Can I just roll them like three roll at a time? Roll three hundreds and see okay. if they pass. They're all gonna pass. Roll damage thrice. And you're just firing off. You pluck down like two of the guys, three of the guys. Bang, bang, bang. Unfortunately, then you start hearing click, 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 click. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> out, of, out of bullets. Yeah. It was getting really cutting it close here, y'all. All right. Goyen tries to take another shot with her rifle. No. Gonna have to use the trusty weapon. She gets on the horse, rides as close as she can to the remaining bandit who's following you. Like, she turns around, breaks out her tomahawk, and makes a swing. Oh, that is double damage! Let's see, 2d8. Yep. It just like clubs this guy and it gets him off the horse, but he's not dead yet. Just bunk. <laughs> bunk. Uh, Jebediah. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to go for? There's only one bandit left. Uh, I'm thinking, what about, uh, oh no, I, I, I have an idea. This may backfire, but I'm trying to get a feel for this guy. Having right. just seen that, <laughs> Jebediah being a bit of a lad, mm -hmm. kind of thinks, hey, I can do that as well. And I happen to be equipped with a sword. Yep, sword cane. <laughs> sword cane. So whatever <laughs> I'm thinking whatever Goyen can do, I can maybe do. I'm gonna try it. Yep, go for it. Go for the stab. Save face in front of the lady folk, I guess. Yep. Nah. <laughs> nah. You go nah. in there, make a slash, and your horse deals two points of damage, like trotting over the guy. Boom boom. <laughs> Better than nothing. Yep. I'll take it. 
And finally, Rupert. Alright, Riker. I'm just gonna try and shoot him. Go for it. Ooh, no. I just roll one uh, of them fast. Roll damage. Oh. Bang. <laughs> and with that, you've killed you killed off most of them. The rest have deserted. You ride off into the night back to your hideout in the abandoned mine shaft on the outskirts of Dirtwater. And as you get there, you get off the horse and return back to the cave. It's been a month since you've done your last heist like this, and you've all been planning to, uh, you know, like that the next big heist you do is going to be the last one. And you heard that 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 uh, group of Apache bandits apparently had the had like access to some really big haul that was coming. And so you decided to steal their plans. Why does I, I wrote I wrote for you all like the reason why your character would want out is currently like wanting out of their life of crime and trying to make this the last big score. So do you mind like for the sake of the for the sake of the story, just kind of giving us some insight into why your character is wanting to like get out of crime? I can go first. Yeah. Well, Matilda never really wanted to necessarily live a life of crime, but escaping slavery as a child and teaching herself how to read, it was really hard to find a job. Just gonna, you know, either people wouldn't take her in even though she could do it, or their jobs just weren't available because people were hella judgmental and racist. Um, but she's a good shot, and she learned to be an even better shot. So she found she could make money this way. Um, but last last heist, uh, her husband was killed, uh, who was a part of the team. So He was the leader of the team, and all of you distinctly remember how bad that one went down. Like, you pissed off some people, and Keith was mowed down as a result, and de facto leader of the gang. Yeah, she just wants to start a new life now in England, but new England, needs a little yeah. more money. New England, yeah, the needs a little more money. Uh, and now we come to who wants to go next. I'll go. Yeah. Ripper. Most people want to know him as a criminal. He, as a farm. But it's not doing well at all. This crop's constantly failing and just... Uh, he has to support his kids and everything. It's just not enough. So, to make ends meet, he... does some side stuff. Time for some time. And sadly, quick money usually involves crime. Mm-hmm. I didn't really give quite a good reason for Jeb to want out of this, but uh, why would uh, but why would Jeb want to you know leave the life of crime? 
Well, simply because it's not earning me the fortune and glory I desperately wanted. It's not even remotely glamorous or successful. I spend more time running for my life than I do earning money. Uh, a life and in the northeast of the United States could be good. Yeah. I've got the skills. I could make it big. Need the break. Any break. Guyan is the only one who's not going to retire after this, but she is going to kind of miss the gang as a concept. Like, you all know that, like, this is the only life she knows as on the run with no sense of, you know, like, you know, group. So she's going to actually stay in the life of crime. But one last job to tide you over, she's willing to help you with. And you all get back to your cave, to the hideout. And you look at the paper you see. And before you are the schematics of a train. It's got five cars on it. There's, what is it? There's the engine, of course. Two passenger cars. Then there's, then there's a luggage car. And then finally in the back, something they've labeled the high security car. You don't know what it carries, though, yet. Hmm. So, looks like you're going to have to go looking for rumors about what this train might be, then. And start making your plans. We know its routes. Well, you know it would have to be nearby Dirtwater. Mm-hmm. And in Dirtwater itself, there are a couple of options for where a train could go. I'll need to take a photo of this in a second, but for now. There is a train track that runs east to west. And there's one line that goes north and another line that goes south. So it's got two ways it could possibly go. But no matter where you go, there are two places you could go visit. There is uh, mud, There is the town of Dirtwater, where you are. There's Frisco, where the rail runs through, and a ghost town nearby the rail, and a... And an Indian camp to the north. Each of them are close enough to the railway that it might be worth considering. And I presume they're... uh... Alright, so it's like a cross shape, right? Yeah, I'll uh, actually grab you a photo of this. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, no, the original name of the town is uh, in the middle there, so it's a little off, but... Do-do-do. Okay, headquarters. Ah, the hideout. There we go. And sent. There you go. 
The town is in the middle. Uh, you know, the name of the gang that you just stole from is the Shadow Coyotes. Edgy. Yeah. You also have a secret tunnel that your hideout connects to. Okay, yeah. so that... That would make uh, it easy yeah. if it goes along that track. That would make it a lot more simpler. Uh, you know those, like, uh, hand crank cars, and the ones where, like, two people are on opposite sides going <laughs> up and down? Of course. You got one of those in the secret tunnel. Yes! Cool. <laughs> okay. So organized. Did All we know right. when this heist was going to happen? No clue. You might have to mm -hmm. go around town and see if you can, like, uh, go rumor mongering. Mudwater, uh, Dirtwater is a very, very lawless place. Like, it's rare that there's, like, this town's filled with criminals, crooks, and uh, shady fellas, but it's all kept under the hood. So you might be able to find people you could talk to, you know, old criminal contacts. They might know a thing or two. So there aren't any normal train stations nearby that would know where well, Frisco is. Well, Frisco would. It's a couple Frisco. days travel, but you could get to Frisco. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we could either go try and form with associated individuals or get to Frisco and see if we can get our hands on the administration. Hmm. In addition, uh, just so you know, uh, Rupert, your farm is actually uh, that little place outside of Frisco. You wouldn't oh. be caught dead hanging out in dirt water. <laughs> so you were probably right. heading back there anyway. Great, great, great. Yes. So that means I'd know a few people in Frisco as well? Oh, you definitely would know some townsfolk in Frisco. Everybody knows you're leaving town soon, but, uh, you know, like, you could still probably get a couple of words in. Yeah. Alright. Oh, no, I gotta have to talk. <laughs> nah, you'll be fine. <laughs> the other good news is that your gang is mostly unrecognizable to the average person. There's not wanted posters up everywhere. Like, but, That's mighty know, convenient. It's mighty convenient, but uh, don't forget that your arch nemesis is keeping an eye out for you. Never found your hideout, though. Is his base of operations in Mudwater or Frisco? Uh, I'll leave you. Uh, you... Okay, so the thing is, <laughs> He works uh, as a federal agent, so he crosses state lines all the dang time. But uh, you would find him more in Frisco, would be the thing. Or in Amarillo, or really down south, the Dallas proper, but... Yeah, those are the places you could find him. Okay. Uh, yeah... My current plan would be to go to Frisco and see if the station has any administration on all the trains that go pass by. 
Who knows? Maybe the monkey can break into the office. Yeah, totally worth trying. <laughs> yeah, beans can pick locks, I think. Or fit through windows. Oh, definitely fit through windows. All right. Getting to Frisco takes a couple of, takes like two days. You make a brief stop in the small town of Ruby Post. But eventually you get, you get over to Frisco. And once you get there, that's when, uh, hmm? <laughs> I, I sometimes forget that Matt is still in the server. Um, <laughs> Me too, and apparently he's even reading along. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I'm keeping that in the tape. I don't care. Um, uh, so, uh, we, so, as you get over there, there's like a couple of places you can go to. You have the train, you have the, like, the local train station, there's the saloon, and there's the... Uh, uh, and there is uh, the, and of course there is uh, Rupert's farm. You could also go to. Yeah. There's also that wandering circus just outside of town. You could probably go to, but I'd stay away from that. <laughs> Shady individuals. <laughs> Shady folks go over there. So uh, who wants to go where? Uh, first, I'd like to observe the train station. Just have yep. to wander around. Uh, anyone want to go somewhere else? Or uh, does everyone want to go to the train station? I'll go to the train station. Yep. Yep. Me too. Yep. Arriving at, like, the station, uh, you just, like, it's... When I say station, I mean platform where people can board the train. Um, <laughs> there is, like, a small little office building, but it's not that really big. It's a very small one-room affair, but there is a board with uh, when the next trains are coming through. And there seems to be a passenger train coming in through the coming in the next two days, making its way over, uh, making its way over to Tennessee. So it could be work. So could be that. Mm -hmm. There's also another train on its way from that uh, is on its way from California. That will be here. Uh, that will be here tomorrow. All right. Yeah, that's the trouble. We don't even know which day it would arrive. Yeah, y'all. Right now, it just feels like a bag of nails. Mm. Uh, we can notice for later. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. We got two possible trains if it stops here as well, and we got the destinations. So it helps. So one coming from California, heading its way up to Massachusetts, and one heading from uh, New Mexico on its way to Tennessee. Yep. Easy enough. Either way, both of them are not taking the south, the southern line. So. Oh, I'm totally passed by a secret tunnel. <laughs> hey, I didn't say that you couldn't use the secret tunnel. You just might have to get creative with your heist plan. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Yeah. <clears throat> uh -huh. Okay, got it. Oh, 
Oh. Oh. Right now, we're in the gathering information step. There's going to come a point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get off for ten minutes, and then you're going to explain to me once you're done, like, what your heist plan is. <laughs> just letting you know that's a thing. Right now, you're just gathering the information. Alright. Two falls from trying, so you just have to narrow it down now. Yep. Um... Wow. <laughs> Um, well, uh, there's the saloon, there's your local farm, and of course, there's other locations as well. I mean, you could look around, maybe see if the train's making a delivery of some kind, and try to see if you can weasel that information out. I am afraid that I will have to leave you to if you're going to inform nearby about the train. Because it wouldn't be a good look for me if I am in the saloon asking about the train and next day it's robbed. Hmm. Understandable. That's a good point. You've got a reputation to preserve. Goyan nods. Hmm. Hmm. Perhaps uh, two of us go to the saloon and one of us look into... Uh... I think we're gonna go back <laughs> Yeah. What if you put on? What if you put on a show? And see if yeah. the people of the town might be able to give us some information. Uh, Matilda and I will go into the saloon and uh, see what we can find out. Rupert. Uh, act like a. <laughs> I think you need to act like somebody who's being duped. Oh, Lord. Ah. Nice plan. Yeah, could work. So, uh, you actually going to go with the plan, or do you want to propose a change to it? You can switch it up if you want to. Oh, sounds I like think it could that's... work. Yeah. <laughs> This is the best plan we got for right now. Yeah. I agree. And getting some info at the saloon will be useful too. And I agree with Rupert that it'd probably be risky if he tried to get info that way. Yeah. And and so we begin. Uh Jebediah, what's your show like? Hmm. I'm gonna say flashy. Mm-hmm. Just all the, you know, fast, smooth-talking showmanship you can shake a stick at. I've got fish oil, I've got medicines of various... You name it, I got it. <laughs> hmm. Make a... Uh, what is it? Can you make me a charm roll? Yes. And I apparently have advantage on that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I go twice? Yep. I keep forgetting what would charm me, like advantage me. Advantage means you roll twice, take the lower. Disadvantage, the opposite. Roll twice, take cool. the higher. Oop. 
Oh. Oh. Step right up. Step right up. Come to Professor Jebediah Sisk's Parisian fish oil. <laughs> Here's what ails you. <laughs> Miraculously, you pull Rupert in on the act, and somehow he's able to act along and go like, "Oh, my, 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 my arthritis is gone." <laughs> oh, jeez. This is an old man, and now he walks like he's in his twenties. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm young again. Meanwhile, the monkey goes looking around and uh, successfully snags something for you that you might want to know about. Ah, what did Beans get? Beans was able to snag a a small piece of paper, a ledger, if you will, about what's about what needs to be found on the train. And there is a large shipment of gold coming from California. Oh, ho, 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 ho. brilliant. That a boy, Beans. Meanwhile, Matilda, you and Goyen are walking into, uh, are walking into the saloon. Uh, and, uh, the barkeep there just, like, kind of, like, you know, just, like, clean out this mug and just goes, Ah, uh, hello, senor. Uh, senorita's my bad. You want anything? have a water. All right. Throws you the glass. Water as well. Thank you kindly. uh, You see a small game of cards going on in the corner over there. Uh, You see guy at the guy at the piano just kind of trying to play his dang his darndest, but he's just not quite landing. And uh, and uh, over and then finally over in uh, one more one more place you see just this uh this one person who's known in Frisco as the uh as uh Mr. Silas Quincy. Are we familiar with Mr. Silas Quincy? He's the head of the Quincy gang. What's he doing all the way over here in Frisco though? Does does Goyen also notice that Quincy's there? Yeah, she she makes like a side eye and just goes, "What would he be doing in Frisco unless he also knew the same thing?" Does make it Maddie suspicious? Hmm. I mean, if we, we yeah, I was gonna say if we knew about it. I mean, there's there's possibility that other gangs got the same info, but. Uh, indeed. Hmm. Uh, meanwhile, over there uh, at the uh, at the card table, uh, somebody just like goes, "You lying, cheating son of a bitch! Get out of my!" And he just goes, "But I'll just take. I'll get out of here." Then, and this one guy just goes storming out of the saloon. Yeah. Well, he sure. Yeah. He sure is, isn't a sore loser. Oh boy. Uh, make me an education check. Okay. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, that there is... Uh, that guy over there is actually apparently Quincy's right-hand man. And he's a notorious cheat. Like, uh, the guy who just threw the other guy out. He is a notorious cheat, but he does so in such a way by accusing other people of cheating. All criminals oh. are mostly aware of him as, like, uh, you know, like, as the real turner of profits for the operation. So he cheats other people to make he others think other that people, they did? Yeah, then make them look like they're cheating. Okay. So that guy was a sore loser because he got cheated. Yeah. So. What do you reckon we should do? Well, we could. We could make our acquaintance known. Might be worth a try. I have a rather good hand when it comes to the cards. Good luck. I want to make some small talk there. Thank you. So I'm going to grab my water and go over to the gambling table. And then, uh, like, one of the guys there just goes, Ah, look who it is. If it isn't, if it isn't Matilda Price, the, no, the best shot in the West. Well, Fancy. thank you for, thank you for the kind words. Um, Fancy a game of cards, or are you just here? To, are you just here to watch? Hmm. I'll watch for a round. Uh, standard uh, that new version of poker that's become so hot, Texas Hold'em, just introduced to prevent dealer strain to the wrist. Uh, they kind of, uh, they look at you going, after a round, you notice that, uh, make a spot hidden check. Okay. Okay, and, okay, so it'd pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking, well, uh. Quincy's right-hand man just dealt him, just figured out a way to deal himself an extra ace. She's gonna mumble under her breath while she's drinking some water. Literally his ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's just looking over there. And he's going, Hmm. What'd you say about me? Oh, well, I said you're that team's ace in the hole. Uh-huh. Tell you what. I'm feeling mighty generous today. Why don't you ante up and I'll give you... And I'll just deal you in, uh, in a short game and we'll see how you do. Sounds good. Could use the excitement today. All right. Uh, make a gambling check. Okay. Okay, that will pass. What level? Um, 
Let me check real. It would pass on regular. All right. He passes at extreme. No cheating happened this round, but he takes your money and looks at you. Ah, see? Like right. I said. All right, all right. Tell you what, tell you what. I'll make you a deal. One more hand, double or nothing. And, uh, oh. Ooh, I got it. One crook to another. Yeah, you look at each other. And it just goes. This time we don't play for cash. We play for information. What? It's not every day you see notorious criminals coming to a big, into a bigger town where they might get recognized. Not especially two gangs. So tell you what. We, we play. You win. You give me, if I win, I give you my lead. And if you win, you give me your lead. Feel free, if any of you want to hop in into this scene, feel free. I'd say Jebediah's like whole operation is just uh, wrapped up at this point. Mm -hmm. And I probably earned quite a little bit of money off of that. So yep. I'd feel pretty confident to throw my whole self into the ring. Oh, you walk in there and you go, Ah, oh, what are we doing, boys? <laughs> oh, Jim and I. <laughs> well, you came, you came right in the nick of time. Oh. Well, you see, we were playing a, a rather interesting game of Texas Hold'em. Very, very on brand for our fine little state, but you want to take a hand for us? It's, it's turned into a rather interesting gamble. As you can see, we've got the Quincy gang here with us. Well, I would be delighted. Deal me Informa in. <laughs> information for information. All right. All right. So, make a gambling check. Mm-hmm. Pass. Pass. Mm -hmm. So... Do you want to try to cheat him? Only an ordinary pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you both got ordinary. Do you want to try to cheat him? Hmm. Yeah, how about playing him at his own game? All right, you're going to cheat, make a sleight of hand check. All right. That just passes, like, so close, you wouldn't believe it. You get one level of success higher now. He responds in kind. He also passes. It's a draw. And, uh, you know, like, nothing really was gained, nothing really was lost. But, yeah, you both cheated. And uh, neither of you won. So we do this again. Gambling check. I can keep going all night. Damn. Crit. Extreme, not, not crit. Extreme. Damn yeah, it, He dude. also gets an extreme. Bitch. Both of you make a luck roll. So you're going to make a luck roll? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah, uh, fail. Fail. 
<laughs> so it comes down to cheating again. Both of you make sleight of hand checks. Okay. Matilda's just twisting her wedding ring right now. Yep, her wedding ring made out of a bullet casing. Failed. You want to push that? Yes. I'm you very, almost get I'm very caught much during the shuffle. I'm an old Jebediah one goes, I'd time. like to cut the deck, please. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Nip. Oh, not and good. Uh, he just gives you a knowing glance. He now knows what you're up to. Admires your tenacity, but then uh, cuts the deck in such a way to make it fair again. Both of you get an extreme success in the gamble check, and nobody got anything. If you try that trick again, he's going to make a spot hidden check, and if he passes, he will rat you out. Says the rat? The entire table's gathered round, though. Now people really want to see what's going on with this game, because people are just, like, really intense at this point. Gamble checks? Okay, one more. This is getting intense. I did not expect this. This is getting intense. Pass on hard. Pass on hard. How? How does this keep happening? <laughs> Take a luck check. Oh my god. This is almost as tense as real poker can get. <sighs> Failed by four. Yeah, he failed by a shit ton. Oh, so I'm slightly yet. better off than he is. That makes me feel better. Do you actually want to attempt to cheat, or would you prefer not to? I've... Ooh. I feel like if I cheat and I get found out, the consequences will be far worse than just losing like a normal person, so no, I'm not going to cheat this time. Matilda, make a spot hidden. Okay. This is getting mighty intense, yo. He notices you noticing him trying to cheat, and he doesn't. Gambling checks! We're gonna- I love that this is gonna keep going, that this is like the longest encounter, is just like a series of gambling checks. Rupert, you're here, and you're just like, what is taking so long? The sun is about to set. Pass! Fail! Finally! <laughs> He's gonna try to cheat! You need to roll spot hidden, Matilda. And if you okay. succeed, he's found out. Man. <sighs> okay, that's a... Pretty sure that's a success. Let me check real quick. He's yeah, it's a success. He's shuffling Unregular. Cards, and then you see the cheat. You look at him. He stops. He shuffles honestly. The cards are dealt. And on the river, he reveals his hand. And he goes, full house. You respond with, straight flush. Ah! And it's like, ah! Fine, fine, you win. I'll tell you what you want to know. Everybody kind of gets away from the table now, finally seeing that the, some resolve. And like the local, you know, charming man that came into town is just a uh, one has just beaten the best poker shark that they've ever seen. 
People are buying your rounds now. Yay! Good old Jim. Uh, the three of you are bought into a back into a back room at like the saloon, which is also like the you know the inn. And uh, you know he talks in, he's like, "All right, so you want to know why we're here, right?" Rupert, you're there as well. So is Goyen. Mighty interested. What do you want to know? Look, we came out here not for really any particularly good reason. We're just looking for leads. Though we are wanting to meet a contact that said he'd be coming into town. Yeah, gangs coming out from, uh, coming in from, uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, coming in from New Mexico, coming into Mara. So just so we're clear, the New Mexico Tennessee train comes in tomorrow. Okay. And then after that, okay. the California to Massachusetts train comes in. That's the one with the gold on it. Okay, so they're both coming the same day, but one's coming after the other one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this they had something they wanted to show us. Just I'm thinking, thinking off the grid right now. Um. So he just said he's meeting up with a contact from another gang from New Mexico? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask him just to, I guess, make him think our, our mind is going somewhere else. Um, mm -hmm. This gang connected to that circus up north? Uh, nah, nah, that circus up north is leaving town soon. No, nah, no. Nah. Uh, they're using their equipment, though. There are a couple of old tents of theirs broken down. Wanted to use them for something when they uh, stop by here at some point. All right. Uh, they're not like any bandits I've ever seen, to be frank with you. I met them once before. In terms of, in terms of manners, or in terms of something else? You ever meet bandits who are also religious zealots? Oh, okay. Doing their, their works for a higher power. Yeah, suppose they're from God, I don't know. Uh, as I see it. As I see it, they wanted to, I don't know, host a revival as well as rob the place blind. They got snake handlers, though. Oh, well. That's something. Oh, yeah. It's quite surprising, really. Poisonous, I presume? Oh, always. Yeah, snake handling. What you gonna do about it? Well, that's all I got. 
we're just here to pick up something from them. A good match, by the way, but, uh, hey, little tip for you, pal. Don't try to cheat me. I know when you try to cheat me. Oh, Jeb likes a good challenge. And uh, he steps away. Anything else you want to do? Uh, the night's coming pretty soon. Where are we staying? Probably the farmhouse. The family's That's already. That's what I figured. Rupert's family's already moved up to New England. He's just uh, sealing the deal on the property sale. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Uh, Rupert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you could spend the time out there, out there in the, uh, out there on the farm. Okay, so right now we're still in the back of the the saloon, relatively. Yeah. Okay. Um. This is Matilda's just gonna talk to the other three. I think while we've got a pretty good lead, we should probably head back to the farmhouse. Don't want to stay around the Frisco for too long in case you know who spots us. Yeah. Been lucky so far. And that's when uh, you go back to the farmhouse. Spend your time. It's cold. You set up a place, a little fire. All gather around, waiting for uh, waiting for the morning to come. But you've got planning to do in the middle of the night. So here's what you know. You know that the first train coming into town is coming in with a different gang. You know the second train coming into town is going to be carrying the gold on it, and that the big that the uh, big, uh, you know, train is going to have two passenger cars, one luggage car, and then the armored car in the back. It's going to be coming in, if you look at the map, it's going to be coming in from, from those cactuses into Frisco and then head its way north. You have enough time to possibly get to your secret tunnel if you leave in the middle of the night, but that's going to take you're going to have to like rush it if you want to go use that. And there are two switch tracks you're aware of. One that starts leading the train down south, another that leads into the secret tunnel, and a third one that can lead into the ghost town of the Quincy gang hideout. So you got to be aware of that. Yeah, the switch tracks are indeed enough. Because we know other gangs have this information as well, so they will make their own attempt as well. We could either abuse it, uh, although we don't know where they are playing their ambush, or we could make sure the train goes another way, so that we have the playfield on our own. Oh, and uh, one last little detail that you should all be aware of. Jebediah has the skill pilot train. Oh. Oh, Jebediah. Due to their history as a, as a train porter. Mm -hmm. At this point, I am going to give you ten minutes to concoct a heist plan. And I'm going to step away from the audio for a bit, and then when I get back, you can ask me questions. Alright. And then we begin. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
So the train is coming in from the left. By the cactuses, uh, we should be able to switch the switch track there, so it goes through the secret tunnel. Um, right. However, uh, we don't have a lot of time to prepare. Uh, we could do that. One person goes to the switch track, and the other two go to the secret tunnel to prepare an ambush. I don't know what kind of ambush you guys want, but... I'm not going to lie, I'm not too familiar with train schematics, or if you could just cut the... Because the, the armored one is the one at the very end of the train, right? I think I know what you're thinking. Detaching the high security car. Yeah. Alright. Because... Trying to think of a good stop, because yeah, the the New Mexico gang's probably thinking about this same heist as well. I presume not to. They are like Nash said. There's another street that would lead it to the ghost town. They are probably hoping to do that. Gotcha. Uh, but our search is earlier than that. However, I don't know if they will send a party to make sure that search track is correct. Uh, Alright. Uh, but yeah, if you could detach the high security car, that would really help. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the, the feasibility of somehow... Because it's only going to stop in Frisco, right? Like, that's that's where it's stopping. Um, so. Trains in the period aren't that fast, so you could board it while you're riding a horse. Okay. That is possible. Because if Jebediah with beans could, like, maybe drive, not drive, <laughs> horsey up, horsey up and maybe get beans to detach, if that's even possible... Does Beans that's... have the muscle to detach a car? <laughs> that is something we should ask Nash, I think. Okay. I'm not sure that's how difficult it is. We're not gonna wait um, a while. I, I, let's assume let's assume that this little organ grinder's monkey does not have the muscle power to detach a train car. Um Okay. I um, think you would be able to jump on the train car yourself. I mm -hmm. don't know if they... They will probably notice you by then. Yeah. That is... Yeah, we are gonna need... So, okay. at least... Yeah, the most amount of people that we can to ambush the train. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking if we concentrate all of us on the train itself, mm -hmm. as opposed to some of us waiting by the tunnel, because we're going to need every pair of hands to deal with the people who are doubtless going to be kind of unhappy with the fact that we're heisting the train. Right. Yep. Yeah, we shouldn't be um, for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, sorry, but I don't think dynamite is the way to go, indeed. It might Aww. just be better to switch the track and be ready on the horses for when it passes by. Uh, we could ask... I see some dooms as well on the map. So we could ask where we can, what's the best spot to hide in. 
Yeah, I think uh, we got the plan. Okay, so we're we're switching the track right before it hits Frisco to head towards yes. the tunnel. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because we believe there's another ambush plant as well. Just got to make sure we switch the track after the New Mexico train passes. Yeah, very smart. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather they be waiting in Frisco for the next train to come and it just never come. So we'll probably need to hide in case, because they, if they're in the train, they'd see if we're hiding by the place where you could conveniently switch the tracks. <laughs> um... Yeah, I will have to ask Nash about that, because the map isn't super detailed, but I right. should know the area. Uh, maybe there's some mountainous terrain or something we can hide by that's pretty close to the track. Because, of course, we would rather want an ambush. Okay. Oh, some initial I think. Just looking at those hand-drawn cactuses. Hello oh, there. Okay. All right. Uh, first question. Yeah. Uh, you have to search track by the cactuses. The very uh, yes. last left one. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any terrain nearby that we could hide in? Uh, yes, there are some nearby cactuses, and of course there's the shed where the switch track is. Ah, just in case. Oh, Alright, okay. very good. Uh, really but tall, I presume uh, the shed isn't big enough for a horse and tree. Uh, it would be a bit of a tight fit, but you could do it. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, our plan is the three of us go to the switch track, we mm -hmm. switch the track, and then we'll wait somewhere close by so we can still keep track of the switch track so that the other gang just try the same plan. Mm -hmm. And then we, uh, when the train goes by, we go on our horses, try to board it, and Detach the lost rail car. How hard can it be? Interesting maneuver. All right. I like your but plan. Yeah, just to clarify, switching the tracks after the New Mexico train passes. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're we're planning to try to hide so they don't see that we're waiting out for them to pass to then switch the tracks. All right. Uh, let's go for it. You creep out of the barn in the middle of the night. You need all the time you can get to get to the switch track in time. Uh, you're able to. The switch track remains relatively abandoned since, like, barely people have to come out here and switch it every now and again. But for now, it's perfectly good and functional. Uh, you're able to switch the track. And you're just at this point, like, waiting for the next train to arrive. All four of you out waiting in the middle of the, well, waiting out in the middle of the desert to do this. Yeah. Eventually, though, 
the train starts coming. You see it coming around the bend. And eventually, it does arrive. You're on your horses. You're making the charge. Everybody give me a ride horse check. <laughs> Even if you fail, don't worry. This will not mean you don't get on. Can I spend two luck points and make that a pass? Yes. <laughs> Good. Uh, do, you all, do you all have your pass? Uh, yeah, I passed. I'll oh, yeah. have to use a bit of luck. That's fine. Uh, you all, you know, you're all able to pass, and uh, you know, you get on board the train car, and you know, you know, you get like you're able to get there. However, you end up at the luggage car because it's just really hard to board the other one. And uh, once you hop on, you're heading, you're heading down southward on board this train, and eventually, you know, you get into the luggage car, where, you know, like uh, there's like a little passageway. You go through the car. There's like rooms where all the bags are stored. And normally there would be security guards to greet you, but there's no one on the hall, in the hall. Can I roll spot oh, hidden? Sketchy. Roll spot hidden or listen. Ooh, ooh. Let me look which one is. This is an open invitation to everyone. Yeah, okay, I'm going to roll spot hidden because I have nothing in listen. Oh, yep. I'm gonna do it to slow. Yep. Bosses. Damn. I'm gonna spend more. Did not pass that. Huh. Guess from the lack of sleep, my my eyes aren't as keen. Goyan listens and goes. I think I hear something. Yes, yes. She spent seven luck. She spends one luck. Okay. Do do you hear that muffled screams coming from one of the one of these rooms? Uh oh. I did not hear that, but that is disturbing. Is it any of our business? Maybe. Which room did you say it was? In one of the storage rooms. Try and get closer and see if you can discern what they're screaming about. Help, 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 help. Oh. No, we came here for the money. What business is it advised? What's going on in there? It's a keyhole we could peek through. Uh, yeah, you totally can, Rupert. You look through, like, a, you, you, like, glance through, like, a little keyhole, and you notice that there's, like, some dudes in robes, and they've, like, all the passengers of the train are tied up and gagged. Ah, uh, Nash, I hate you right now. Yes, you do. You should always hate me. Ah. All right. So only Rupert seeing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just 
gonna fill in a little bit that amongst the passengers that are being being taken hostage, I see a family with two boys around my age. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Don't mind me. Um, Reminding you. <laughs> Especially with that one. <laughs> Very much minding. <laughs> oh dear. Jebediah, you don't see this. Rupert, you're gonna see this for certain. I was making a spot hidden rule for all of for everyone. Okay. Uh okay. but Rupert, you see like as you're like seeing like all those people bound up and gagged and like you know getting ready to maybe make a rescue, you notice that like through the window is that another horse riding alongside the train fuck and then out of there uh aiming for you jebediah make a dodge check oh crap uh okay is it oh, wrong no. uh let, let's find out <laughs> hang on <laughs> oh this is gonna end poorly Mighty Western. It did. It did. Let's see. Uh, and with his rope use, which he passes on hard, yeah, he ropes out a lasso as he jumps into the train and goes, Aha! Finally gotcha! Jebediah Sisk, right where I needed you. That other gang mentioned you were in town, and I followed your every step. Francis Roz is here. You have a gentleman agreement. He doesn't try to kill you, you don't try to kill him. But he's now shown up and going, Eh, look what you've done. You've taken an entire train hostage. Ugh, oh, this is beneath you. Well, you're all under arrest. Now hold hold up here, Roz. What for one, mighty disappointed you think that we did this. Um which leads me into two. This ain't us. We just got on this train. For what reason? None of your business. But if you do care about the people that are being held hostage, we are not the ones you should be holding accountable. Wait. What? Uh, uh, you mean to say that this crime isn't you? No. You heard the lady. Not this wait. time, at least. Gorian just, like, nod. Uh, wait. Uh, 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 there's gotta be some kind of mistake that... Well, what your informants in Frisco forgot to tell you is they were meeting with another gang from New Mexico. And then, Apparently of the cult kind. And then... From behind him, you just see, like, this cudgel, and just, conk, and he's knocked out from behind. And then, uh, this, uh, this guy in, like, white robes with a gun comes pointing out and just going, Alright, hands where I can see him. I can't, I've been tied up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can I, can I quick draw, or would that be too quick? You can quick draw this. and try to shoot the gun out of his hand, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you quick draw your gun, you bring that out there, and you're just like, gonna try to shoot that thing. 
Okay. I'm just using my, my regular handgun, so that should pass. Yep. Uh, he's going to... He's, you, you fire the gun, and it just goes flying out of his hand. My, my. Aren't you an interesting one? That's one way to put it. All right. You're the one in the robe. All right. Let's talk, then. My name is, uh... Jacob Smith. I run a little institution, you see. And I needed some secure transport. So why don't you just let me keep the hall in the back and you can move right along. I'll even give you a bar of gold each. Just get out of my hair. Matilda's gonna just play with her ring a bit. Um, she's just just like a like really quick kind of almost like a soothing mechanism, you could say. Um, she's gonna say, "Well, let me just give you our thanks about knocking Roz over the head." But um, sounds like a, a mighty proposition you gave us, Jacob Smith, yeah. Mister Smith. Um, but but what's with the hostage situation? Is that a part of your operation? Oh, yes. Can't have anybody like reporting us now, could they? And plus, these people failed to convert despite all my efforts. Two more goons of his come in from the uh, first passenger, from the uh, other passenger car, uh, and Lord. basically have the whole room at gunpoint. Look. Just come with me, and no one gets hurt. Doesn't he... Alright, so his revolver was shot out of his hands, right? Or did he already yeah. grab it up? No, no, it shot out of his hands. He doesn't have it. All right, he's but he's got his goons two, in the room. Two goons. Can the monkey grab the gun? No, we're not okay. going to do that. Okay, I just, that was <laughs> in case terrifying. things get quick. <laughs> no, Julian just like just like keeps hold of hold of her tomahawk and just goes fine. All right, all right. I'm letting uh, you know that unless you want to break out of this now, this is basically like a hostage situation, but you will get a chance to escape if you uh, if you if you like concede to him. But I'm letting you know that. I feel like we can take on two goons and a guy without a gun. All right. And how are we going? But how are we going about it? All right. Uh, we can talk this through, right? Or is it a bit cheating? Talk to who? Talk this through, or. You can talk this through. You can attempt to talk it through. Uh, Alright, let's see. My plan so far. I could probably use my rope uh, to disable one of the coons immediately. 
if we free the hostages, they should cause enough chaos to grab the other gun, except there's a chance, of course, that he'll just shoot no matter who's in his way. So creating chaos might not be the best option here. What do you two think? Hmm. So its situation is unarmed Jacob Smith and then yes. two goons on each side or two goons coming in from one of the cars on one side? How far away are they? Yeah. Wait, what? what? Yeah, it is uh, just the situation. Are they just entering the car or are they closer by to us? Yeah. They're pretty close. They're, like, right behind you. Right. Okay. Reminder, Jebediah is also tied up right now, still in, uh, you know, Francis's, like, lasso. Uh, is this monkey tied up, too? Yeah. Did monkey... Because if, if they're both just behind us to gather, I would. Uh, so by multiple. Should I just. So I should have four rounds. Okay. Should I? All five probably isn't the best case right now, but maybe two, three? Yeah. You want to empty the to Jacob or behind? Um, oh gosh. Schematics. Um, yeah, am I allowed to kill him because this is like past and. Oh, yeah, you can totally. I mean, this is like Oof. Jacob Smith's senior, not his son, who they kill in the future. Okay. Okay, they're both gonna hit. Just on regular. Nice. So yeah. Okay. Probably graze the shoulder of one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You graze like the other guy goes down. Duh! I try to return fire. The two guys who are helping hold the people in that room hostage emerge. And... Jacob, on his... Into the armed car. Into the armored... Into the armored car. Okay. 
Yeah. We'll do. Spinelessy. I think so. Uh, hang on. All right. Goyan is then going to go deliver a hit to one of the guards coming coming at her. Uh, she misses. Gonna assume, like, <laughs> maybe being chewed through the lasso. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, my my sword cane. Yep. Yep. Pass on hard. And uh, one of them's gonna try to dodge. Misses. Go. Roll damage. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, he's dead. You just stab the other guy. Oh! Yeah. Rupert? Alright, so who's left? Uh, there's two guys just came out of the uh, room with all the hostages. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, in that case, I'm just gonna try and shoot a bitch. Go for it. Uh, can, uh, can I spread my attacks? Does it work like that? Uh, can you spread your attacks? Yes. Uh, if you're going to be using the multi-shot, yes, you can. But you are at disadvantage for both for all the shots you take. True, true, true. Uh, yeah, no. I'll just shoot one. Yep, go for the yeah. shot. No, 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 yeah. Oof. Now you uh, miss. Yep, very much a miss. Dodges out of the way. Goes in for the... Goes in. The two guards, one takes a shot at you. Uh, do you want to dive for cover, Rupert, but you give up your next action? Oh, wait, you're nimble. No, you I don't. Next. I'm yes. nimble. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> dive for cover. It. And so he misses. Pew. The other guy takes a shot for, takes a shot for Jebediah. Hits. Do you want to dive for cover but give up your next action? No. All right. Five damage. Oh. And that's, and that's when you hear a noise. <laughs> Francis Rollins begins to pick himself up and go, huh, what's happening? Who knocked me? And then from above, you see this tail-like thing puncture through the, through the roof of the, of the train car. And it begins moving around, looking to try to grab someone. Everyone make dodge checks. Uh. <laughs> Oh, I know what I'm doing next. 
Welp. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You didn't pass? No, no. <laughs> Uh, Jebediah, you get grasped by this thing, and it starts moving around and, like, just trying to, like, you know, like, just absolutely bludgeon you to death with all this damage it's dealing. But it can't really see what it's doing. And eight damage. Uh-huh. And, uh, everybody makes a sandy check. Lord. <laughs> Phew. Mm, nope. Uh, okay, those of you who succeed... Oh! That's a big nope. That is <laughs> three points of sanity loss. Those of you who failed... Oh, Matilda. Fifteen points of sanity loss. Oh! Oh, no. oh that was, that was wow. Seeing one of these things is particularly brutal. Okay. Just, okay. It's 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 good that I have mm-hmm. a good amount of sanity. Um. Uh, you do, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so one of you develops this like absolutely like vi- like Matilda. You just develop this really violent like brash urge. Fire your gun three times at the tentacle. You have no choice. Oh, it's a tentacle. Oh, okay. Or tail, or, or whatever oh. the fuck this is. Okay, okay, I'm, okay. Yeah, that is extremely terrible. Oh, sorry, I meant to roll three. Okay, one second. Okay. So. Oh, uh, rip. One of the passes? And good, you didn't fumble, so you didn't shoot Jeb by mistake. Phew. Phew, phew. Okay, just had to put the third one in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? It hates me. Okay. Uh, just, uh, yep, yeah, just, uh, keep going. Just, it's 1d100. Uh, Okay, so the last shot was not so hot. Yep, but you still didn't shoot anyone by accident. Uh, can you please uh, roll one damage roll? Okay. How much damage? Uh, eight. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, this thing starts to take, like, uh, you know, like, takes a little bit of damage and begins to wince a little bit. Uh, Goyen is just, like, in this rage and is going to start trying to hack at it with the, with the, uh, with her tomahawk. Uh, that's going to hit. Starts chopping away at it, barely doing anything. Uh, Jebediah, if you need, if you're gonna break free, you gotta make a strength check. All right. How fucked am I? Probably not. I might be okay. Come 
God. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's gonna make a strength check. Both. Uh, what, what level of success? That was a hard level of success. Can you make it extreme? I actually can. With two yes, more luck points. Yes, if you make it extreme, you break free. Oh, yep, yep. We'll do that. Obviously. Gosh. <laughs> and you get out of there. <sighs> that thing was just like cramping you. Cool. Uh, Rupert, what do you want to do? Uh, so Jebediah is free now, right? Yep. All right. Hmm. Are the goons still around? Uh, the goons were unfortunately maimed by the tail, uh, so they're dead. Feed the goons to the holy tail. Yeah. <laughs> Please, the almighty. <laughs> yeah, you want to start worshipping it? Hell yeah. This is when Francis, uh, of all people, gets up, slaps Rupert across the face, goes, snap out of it, man! We're going up top! Yes, closer to the tail. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starts climbing. Uh, and, and so, like, you know, you both exit the train car and start climbing up. Uh... Let's see. The tail is going to make its move. Uh, it's, again, moving around recklessly. So, yeah, disadvantage. It misses the attack. It doesn't grab anyone. Uh, so, yeah, the tail does nothing. All right. Stop. All uh, right. Uh, Matilda. <laughs> I know it's just Yeah, I need to reload. Or switch it to good gun. Or I could switch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? With with Ru Rupert losing his marbles over there, <laughs> I'm gonna get out my Winchester rifle. Oh yeah. You pull out your gun and you just pump that thing with lead. So would that be my move to, to load the rifle? Uh, no, no. Uh, the rifle, I would just assume you would keep it loaded on you at all times. Just like, okay, uh, then. Shot. Make your we shot. We are shooting that tentacle bastard. Twenty-five. So uh, it's, that's gonna pass. Uh, yep. Uh, roll roll the damage. Two d six. Okay, and it passes on on hard, by the way. Okay. Yeah, yo, you're good. Yeah, you just can hit pump five. Yeah, you just pump that thing full of lead. Then uh, Jebediah, what are you gonna do? First of all, during this uh, skirmish, is Beans all right? Did he get taken out? Beans is all right. Whew, good. 
Well, in which case, I am going to stab fuck out of this tentacle with my sword. <laughs> yep, do it. I am not going to stab fuck out of this tentacle with my sword, apparently. It's not my day. <laughs> yeah, you try to swing and you miss and you just can't quite do it. Meanwhile, Rupert and uh, Francis, you exit the train, you climb up the ladder, you get onto the roof of the train, you maintain your, you maintain your thing. Francis takes a shot at it. You see its wings and its weird, its little tendrils near its mouth, wondering where the hell did this thing even come from? Francis takes, takes a bunch of shots. Let's see, fail, pass, pass. Oh wait, fail. So he gets one good shot in. Bang! Francis like deal deals like a good chunk right to its mouth. Rupert, if you got anything, do it. Uh, 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 yeah, yes. I just step out it for a second and try to tentacle. Yep. Wait. Mm. So, if I do the three shots on one target, do I still have disadvantage? You still have disadvantage, because you're not really aiming. You're just going boom, 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 and hoping that you hit something. Oh. You kind of get I the only, idea. Yeah. If I only paid attention to the mod. Yep. But I think three shots is still more effective. Three so is still more effective, because if even one shot lands, it's good. Uh, that makes two. Yep, two shots. Uh, oh, wait, uh, we gotta do that twice. Yeah, that's what I'm frost afraid of. Hang on. Oh, you do it. Oh, no. None of them hit. The bullets just go... The bulls just go wild. Uh, it uses its first attack to move its tail around. Uh, it doesn't pass, and it uses its upper attack to try to bite at Francis. It also misses, because it's like stuck in the middle of the train, and it's having a hard time reaching out and grabbing things. Top of the initiative. Hidden up my rifle again. I'm gonna, gonna fire two shots. Yep. No, we're gonna fire one shot. Sorry, yeah. Or should no? Actually, would would rapid fire still work with the rifle? Uh, let me look at your rifle stats real quick. Uh, your rifle does not have that as an option. Okay, then I'm just gonna shoot it again. Yep. Bang. Oof. Okay. And you miss. That's a miss. This thing is just moving around so quickly, Jebediah. Uh, again, stab. Yep. This time it will succeed. I speak it, therefore it will... Fuck! <laughs> Goyan makes a swing with her axe. Uh, hits. A little bit of damage. And, Rupert, what do you do? <sighs> Just a single shot. <laughs> Go for it. Ah! Is that crit? That is an extreme. Roll uh, its max damage. So whatever the highest possible damage is, it's going to deal that. 
Ten. Rupert, you steal yourself. And when you take the shot, the thing dies. It disintegrates into a gray dust before your very eyes. Now all that's left is to find that bastard, Jacob Smith Sr. Francis is looking a little bit different after having encountered this. Like, you've seen him a couple of times. You know this sheriff that's on your tail for ages, but he suddenly seems to, like, have a look kind of come over his face. Look at all shaking there. Uh, I'm fine. I'm uh, I'm fine. Look, uh, truce. Okay. There are things bigger than us right now. Understandable. <laughs> all right. So, who is this bastard, and how do we take him out? Well, um, from what the Quincy gang told us. There's snakes involved somehow, so just keep an eye out to avoid any poison that way. But All right. uh, Smith right now is unarmed unless he found another gun nearby, so likely be 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 on top of things. There's Doesn't seem like too impressive a shot, luckily. There's only one place to go. He glanced over to the armored car, going and nods. All right. We're doing this. Okay, what's everybody preparing to do when you enter the room? I'm going to aim with my, my rifle. Yep. And, uh, what are... What's uh, Jebediah going to do? We're heading into the armored car, yeah? Yep. Okay, so I am armed still. My my sword cane is out and ready for use. Mm, I'd, yeah, I'm, I'm... Jebediah is kind of thinking maybe I can shove a little bit of gold in my back pocket in case things go south. I'm walking out of this with something. <laughs> yep. Rupert? Yeah. I'm gonna climb on the armored car and go to the door on the other side. Ah, clever. You'll show oh. up after the first round. Thank you. Okay. Oh, Nash, can I actually shoot with my shotgun? Since we'll have yes. time to prep it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we're bringing in the big guns. Oh, yeah. And so all of you walk in. You get your shots ready. You go, you burst in, and he is in the middle of this armored car, bars of gold stacked up, like on the walls. And in his hand, he holds this intricate box. And in it is this red D10 shaped looking ruby. As it glistens in the light, and a projection of the stars are all around him. And the red shines onto his face. You all get a chance to fire your gun, but it's in vain. Once you do, 
he just like gestures his hand and like all the shrapnel from your shotgun, Matilda, just stops in midair and falls yeah. to the ground. At least it wasn't a super good shot then. Okay. Yeah. And he just looks at that, uh, and he just looks at this thing. Iach, Iach, Nyarlathotep. Iach, Iach, Azathoth, Fatagan. And he, and now we go back into initiative. All right. So, Matilda, your shotgun has been fired. I'm going to present to you an offer. You can reload your shotgun and fire it at the same time, but you will be at disadvantage when you do that. Do you want to take the shot? Is he just going to do the same little wiggity-jig magic thing to us? That's a lot of magic points to do, I'll say. Okay, I'm just gonna. Sh- I, yeah, I'm gonna do the at disadvantage then. Yep, go for it. So, all of uh, those will hit. I mean, sorry, it's at disadvantage. So, are you doing this? Yeah, with sixty-two. Or with your pistol. I'm doing this with a shotgun. Then it's only one. You can only ever fire one shot from the shotgun. Okay, yeah, no, I, I was rolling for disadvantage, though, so I uh, thought it was three, and then you take the highest one. Oh, yes, that actually would be three, and you would take the highest one in this situation. Okay, uh, so yeah, 62 six, passes, but just on regular. Uh, He's going to, yeah, because he would die for cover. That would have forced you to roll the die a third time. And, yeah, uh, roll damage. Okay. That is, for the shotgun, that's... If it's on regular, looks like it's 4d6. Yep. In total, that's 6, 6. Oh my god. And he doesn't even have any servants to let him use a lookout master. Yeah, uh, you downed him in one. And as he dies, the little crystal falls out of its little box. Beans kind of wanders down and picks that thing up and looks at it. France, uh, Rupert, you get into the car and notice, like, wow, he's dead. Okay. That's what he gets for shooting a pregnant woman. And that's when Francis turns around. You see that he's leaving back to the other train car. And right as he looks back at you, he pulls something and lets the car drift away and says, just this once, I'm going to look the other way. Good luck. Train goes riding off. Your one car stays behind. That's a turn up. Never thought I would say I'd be happy. <laughs> happy to part ways with that man. I mean, yeah, but but y'all know what I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Francis just realized there were things bigger than him he had to deal with. 
So, it's at this point, uh, Rupert, that you see Beans holding that little red thing in the intricate box. Do you pick it up? Rupert? Uh, ah, sorry. That's... Um, Do you want to hmm. pick up the box? The very occult-looking uh, box. That's actually half the reason why Francis left, by the way. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> oh, at least... Yeah, he he's like, I can't do this. And he just, like, walks away going, nope, I'm gonna let you get away with this one. Oh, that's pretty Aww. sweet still. Yeah, your rivalry was more of a friendship. Um, I do think I will pick it up, but not a curiosity, but more with fear. And you pick it up with, like, you pick up the box with fear, with its very intricate ties and whatnot, and I need you to roll psychometry. Oh, uh, Nash, Nash. I'm scared, Nish. It passes. Roll, let's see, 1d6 plus 4. Uh, yeah, spend 7 magic points. Done. You hold the box, and as you do, the star chart appears again as it, like, projects around the room. But you don't get visions of the past like Clara does. You get visions of the future. You see people in your bloodline, people you've never met, getting into situations and seeing apocalypses and stars and visions of the future. And as you look around you, holding this box, you see on the star chart uh, the day of an eclipse. Of a very important eclipse. And the other interesting thing you discover once you're holding this is this vision that is this vision that your line is either destined for greatness or madness. Everyone sees the star chart, by the way. You make out this, like, one little planet that's, like, highlighted in particular that seems to be Pluto. You think? <laughs> Not sure if he knows that, but is it sure? Oh wait, oh wait, shit, uh, I need to check something. Uh, Pluto wasn't discovered yet, uh, shit, um... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, real quick, what it actually is that's like, huh, there's apparently nine planets in our solar system. Who knew? Who knew? Wow! Look at that! Huh. I mean, people knew about the solar system at this time, but nobody was quite sure about a ninth planet, huh? People would think I'm crazy for thinking there's a ninth planet. And so... 
But here you are. You're in a little train car. All the gold in the world. It's now stationary. And the secret tunnel isn't far from here. Well, time to go grab the little car and get the school out of here. Uh, I, I I like to think you go back to the game. You grab like one of those like little the, the hand crank cart, and you're just like yep. slowly bringing this back into your hideout. It is. Oh, yeah, just a bit at a time. <laughs> the goal is eventually uh, divvied up amongst a lot of you, and unfortunately, you have to make your separate ways. Matilda, Rupert, Jebediah. You all make a, all find a train to the northeast. Goyen stays behind, maintaining the hideout of the cave. She'll find a new gang in the future and set up a shop and form a new expedition. It was said that from one of her last letters that Francis kept following her around, still trying to catch her. But he actually did once wonder where the rest of you went. What... So what happens is now going to be a sort of the described events of the history. Rupert, you go on to move up to Arkham, Massachusetts. All right. Eventually, uh, and you would meet her, but you would die peacefully thereafter. But you would be muttering things about how she was something, something, gifted, something, something. Nobody in your family, nobody of your kids displayed the gift like you had. But you always got these weird visions of whenever you touched a book. Jebediah. One day at your new house in a small little town called Innsmouth. Somebody comes knocking at your door. <clears throat> yes, and obviously let them in. Well, how did they? this man with blue skin and a hat, just like this hobo shows up? I do believe, I do believe you once found a very interesting rock, I suppose. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. What's it to you, sir? Oh, beans? And he, and he like, just makes just, like, comes up to him and, like, analyzes him very well. Ah, glad to see you've been doing me some very good service. Now, come right along. And then, like, slowly you see beans transforms into, like, this shadowy duplicate of, um, of the blue man. And he, uh, then they reform into one person. I'm afraid you won't be needing my assistance anymore, Mr. Jebediah. But if you ah! need me for a circus act sometime, I'll totally send someone by. Love to perform. <clears throat> but you see that little red gem of yours? The one I snagged for you? Uh, apparently, yes. Keep that. You're gonna need it. Well, you're not gonna need it, and neither is your son. 
someone's going to need it, and they're going to find it. And it's going to be very important to everyone involved. Best of luck, oh. Mr. Sisk. Best of luck. Thank you. Oh? Doing the stupid thing. Hello? 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 Okay, my internet's doing the dumb thing. Oh, no. Oh, not the dumb thing. Okay, okay, it's fine. It's fine. All right, so where were we? Yes. So, let me just give you these uh, plans. You're going to want these in the future. It's a special radio. If, oh, wait, radios aren't really popular yet. Just, just, just you'll see. You'll see what I mean. Your son will build something really incredible with it. Oh, right then? It'll uh, make you tons of money. Pleasure doing right. business with I you, Mr. Sisk. And you. And then finally, dearest Matilda. Howdy. After a few months, uh, right before you are about to give birth to Bennett, the blue man shows up and asks if he can walk around with you for a moment. Always likes to make sure that the that he treats the lady well before uh, she goes into labor and all that. Sort of a courtesy. What the hell? You know, might as well distract me a bit before it starts. I'm afraid I have some bad news I'm going to have to tell you, madam. You're not going to like to hear this. Matilda's going to grip her stomach. You're not going to survive. Your son will. That's all that ain't. matters. But he ain't? But he, Please tell me my son will be okay. He'll survive. He'll survive. You won't, unfortunately. But I can make a deal with you. I can't take care of him myself. I have too much business I have to deal with on my own. But I happen to know how to take care of someone as a benefactor. So I'll make you this promise. There's a good orphanage in Connecticut. We'll treat him fine, but not great. But he'll survive, and he will be guaranteed to do great things. I'll make sure of that. He will one day receive a mysterious gift of money. And when he does, you and when he does, he will become one of the greatest adventurers you will have ever seen. Very much take place after your footsteps. What do you want him to be named? 
Bennett. Bennett Price. Good name. He'll be a fine young man. He'll be a fine young man. No doubt. I'll make sure. I'll make sure he gets. I'll make sure he I pass down any heirlooms of hit of yours that you want to give to him. Um, Matilda's gonna slowly take off her her ring. Ring. Give it to you. The diary, and I will help you. And I have one thing I was able to snag. Uh, and somehow. He's acquired your husband's hat. How? I've got powers you would not believe. Trust me. He will love this thing more than most. He'll be a good kid. I promise. Got no doubt that my babies... But, but thank you. Um, make sure he gets a fine education. And... He will be largely self-taught, I believe. But he will be. But the world will be his teacher. It's the best one. Not the kindest, but thank you. March the thirteenth. 1925. Clara, as you finish reading the diary, eventually you see the last entry Matilda wrote, saying about how great her son would become, and talking about all the amazing people she met in her life, and how he wished, and how she wished that Keith and her could have known him, but never will. And as Matilda signs signs her last remarks, you close the diary. In the middle of the night, aboard a train, heading for France. And I have one question for you. What will you do with now that you're armed with this knowledge? Well, that's not the million-dollar question. Hmm. Quite no. <laughs> Explains a few things. Opens and, more questions. And that's when you hear a knock at the door. He, Hello? he walks. He walks in anyway. Well, I suppose you have questions for me then, seeing as how I'm the only survivor left of that story. <laughs> I'll say. Let's talk now, because I sure as hell don't want to talk to you in England, of all places. Those miserable bastards. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Can't possibly be that bad. Yeah, they oppressed the people who night. worship me for years. I ain't gonna be working with those types. Duly noted. I shall treat them all with the scorn they deserve. So, what do you want to know? 
how long have you been doing this? In this universe or in all of them? All of them. All of them? Well, not all of them, all of them. Just a decent amount. I've done this, I forget how many times now. But I've been in this one, well, since man first learned to make fire. Guiding it along its way. Next question. You keep saying your mission for us is to preserve. Hmm? What does that what does that mean? What do all your little interventions add up to? For humanity to reach its greatest potential. But in order to reach great potential, you have to overcome adversity. And that's why I seek to preserve. You've done this before. How many times have you successful in that? Not one yet. But every time, we seem to last a little bit longer. Get a little bit closer to succeeding. Think we stand a chance this time? Who knows? Even I don't know. But you gotta try. And with that, he disappears. And we never hear from him for a little while. Thanks for meeting with me, K2. I, 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 I know it's weird talking to just me when Vitey's uh, uh, taking the back seat in the mind. It, this takes a lot of effort out of me, but I, I need your help with something, K2. Look, I, I need to figure out what's going on with Vitus right now, because it, it don't seem right. It, it just seems like... Exactly! He hasn't been acting like himself, K2. You, you're right on it. Yes, there is a way, but I'm going to need your help. See, all you got to do is just... Well, you know, he always has to turn you on at the beginning of the show, right? Well, I'm gonna make sure that, like, he forgets to do that until halfway through his little introduction. He'll be distracted, and that's when you misfire. Yes, exactly. I can then go digging into the back of the mind while I take charge as the main personality for a while. We're just gonna kind of 
knock Vitus out for a bit. Alright, it's a plan. 